My name. Hey, everybody. Just letting you know that Mike Lindell and I, the MyPillow guy, we partnered up. And he wants to help this show, and I want to help him. If you go to MyPillow.com and order all the products you know you're going to buy, towels, sheets, blankets, robes, all these kinds of things, dog beds even, go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to get the deepest discount on all these items. They're the very best of all these items. He handpicked these things. And let me just tell you, you're also going to help... Truth and Radio, and you're also going to be helping Mike Lindell. Isn't that fantastic? It's a great combination that you can do right from your own home. Call 800-873-1052. That's the phone number, 800-873-1052. You can order directly on that phone number or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to put the code word Kate in. Thanks, you guys. My name's Joe. I like bribing the Ukraine, hair sniffing, and other things. I think, uh, whatever the thing is, where am I? The Kate Daly Show starts now. The truth hurts, doesn't it, Habsburg? Oh, sure. Maybe not as much as jumping on a bicycle with a seat missing, but it hurts. Hi there. Welcome to Kate Daly Show. Just got done doing the Alex Jones show. <laughs> it's always fun. Um, it was, it's a fun experience. I, you know, get to choose what I want to talk about. And it's, uh, it's actually pretty fun. Uh, welcome. And Uncle Milty will be joining me in, in a moment. And, whoo, so much going on. You know, I want to open up the phone lines in this hour and let you, you know, kind of have the floor a little bit more on, on truths about what's happening right now. The truth hurts, you know, and it does. It's hard. It's hard to hear the truth sometimes. And I'm going to I'm going to have Chris Ann Hall on the show today, of course. And then I'm going to have I'm going to play Chuck Baldwin for you. And I'm sure that'll spark a lot of conversations between you and I. But I really want to open the floor for all of you to kind of voice what you're the most worried about right now. Maybe a truth that you have found about what's going on right now. You know, I was just talking on the Alex Jones show um, about kind of following that little voice because it's that little voice that's probably uh, that God thing that's really going to help us to understand how to get through all of this. I really don't know how to do it without that. I mean, that's what that's what led me to find out about Saracena Purpua is, uh, you know, smallpox treatment from the 1850s um, is because... We're going to have to be able to access those kinds of things to be able to get through what's going to be hurled on us. And I was, I was thinking about idols. You know, I was thinking about how, in some of the letters that I'm getting, um, emails I'm getting, I'm sorry, I'm talking old school, huh? Some of the emails I've been getting are really interesting because I either have people saying thank you for the information uh, about being, you know, about uh, um, what's going on in hospitals across the country with the protocol or I have people that that pretty much I think they're unhappy that that because my husband didn't die and the emails are I should be grateful and thankful and worship the hospital and how dare I want to change anything how dare I not go and uh, do what they want me to do because they wear the lab coat and I kept thinking about idols and I kept thinking about our belief in idols and, and maybe why that was one of the commandments, you know, why it was so important for us to realize that even in this day and age that that belief system 
in government, that belief system really kind of shuts out that little inner voice. There's something about it that, that basically shuts that out because now instead of accessing God and, and getting some help with the things that matter, you're accessing your belief in government and government consistently lies. So that's kind of a difficult place to go if you're trying to get some truth. But these people are insistent on belief in government at all costs, even if it means your death, worshiping them is more important than your life. And I thought, no wonder, no wonder, because I used to wonder about that. Why is that such a big deal? Um, the idol thing. Why is that such a big deal? And it was the belief, not really the, it's a worship, but it's a belief. It's a hardcore belief. Hi caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes. I just wanted to uh, point out that I believe that Bradley Dean has a talk show during the day and he seems to have his finger right on the pulse of America. Mm -hmm. And I was curious to know the next time you speak to Alex Jones, why he promoted shattering the left and right paradigm for 20 years yeah. and then succumbing to it by, um, you know, taking in Trump and, and not believing that he is part of this cabal because uh, it explains a lot of why we don't understand and why the things that are happening are happening. Mm -hmm. When you look at the picture that Trump is an insider, just telling us what we want to hear, just like Bush did, and just like everybody bought everything that Bush said and didn't want to believe mm -hmm. that he was an insider, and we come to find out he was. Well, don't be shocked when everyone finds out that Trump is also an insider. Thank you very much. I love your show for Thanks. being so open. If you stay that way, <laughs> it, it will be amazing. Thank you. Your show is truly amazing. Well, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, no, I can appreciate the thoughts. I mean, we're... we're <laughs> In hindsight now, looking back, are we much farther away than where we would have been with anybody as president? I don't know. There were a lot of things that went through that maybe weren't, obviously, let's just say this, right, Uncle Milty? The things that, they, the, the hardcore things that affect our lives a lot never change in 120 years. It's a one-way direction, one-way road. I don't know if anybody, though, can make a difference there anymore because it's such a swamp though so i wrestle with these two ideas you you've got congress in the way yeah one man can't change yeah. law. that's why i get a little i'm with you on this because we expect one guy we blame one guy but it is our congress it's our senate it's our judicial it's the corrupt judicial i'm talking to you john roberts so it's 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 the whole mechanism of government it's such a swamp so when, when somebody says, you know, Trump wasn't the guy, well, I, I, would, I, I, would, I would say right now that was he ever supposed to be the guy? Yeah. <laughs> Were we putting him in a position to solve all the crises without the rest of the arms of government? And, of course, those arms of government are so corrupt, too, that I don't understand what we were expecting. It's only gone one way. I think what really would help would be if we had nine justices on the Supreme Court that followed the Constitution. Mm. Our our yeah. Supreme Court has not followed right. the Constitution right. in a long time. Right. And so I guess, you know, as, as much as it's probably the easy thing to say it's Trump this, Trump didn't do this, Trump did this, Trump didn't do that. Trump didn't save us, so therefore he's part of the cabal. My gut feeling from the very beginning was I thought they put him in place um, because I thought they thought they could 
they could do whatever they wanted to do with him in office because he did take loans from the same people that control the pers- the, the strings of, of the world. So, But then I thought when he got in that he had to change a heart a little bit and he wanted to do some things that were going to be different, kind of like Hoover. I really thought that. I thought, you know what? And I still do to this day. I think he himself would have liked to have done some things. But I think that uh, the, the pool to choose from was all insiders. And so I don't think he could have escaped that. Well, what would have happened if mm-hmm. Trump would have dictated the way Biden is? Mm. He would. They would have screamed bloody murder. Right. They, yeah. they wouldn't have let him get away with it. They're letting Biden make law <laughs> all yeah. by himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's crap. Yeah. And um, and the few times they ever accused Trump of doing that, um, you know, was it? I, I'm not sure. So so. I think it's more complicated, and I've said this so many times on the show, I think it's more complicated than painting a broad brushstroke and going, yeah, see, he was in on it all along. Well, can people have change of hearts? Can people think different things once they get on the inside? Yes. And I think that that's why they tried to take him down so hard in the press. Yes, they were creating opposition. Okay, I, I have to concede there, there could have been a little of that. But they wanted him gone, decimated. They want it was beyond just painting him in a bad light. It was decimated. So I think that they were against him. They still want him decimated. Yeah, they still bring him they up every five still, minutes. Yeah, it, it, that's true. It, there's more to this than we're ever going to know. I know. And you can't I think just it's more say, complicated. it's just like you can't say mm-hmm. Biden's all the yeah. guy behind everything. Right. He's not doing it. Right. He's being told what to do by somebody. Right. And Congress is being told right along with them. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're passing unconstitutional laws. They're passing laws that aren't even voted on. Yeah. And he had a lot of people, I think, within the pool of people to choose from. You know, you know, you have this pool of people. Okay, so he chooses people. It's kind of like on this show, to be honest with you. I can have 25 guests. I can have guests that I feel a little bit like, hmm, are they going to, are they like a disinformation person or not? Or I can have guests that I agree with some in in part. I I have guests that I completely agree with, but I'm going to choose guests that I think are, are, are good to hear from yet. Am I endorsing them? No. And I don't really know at the end of the day, whether or not they're spewing out stuff that's not true, true. You know, it's hard to know. All I can do is, is be this vessel and and try to get good voices on the air. And I know my intent is good. Right. right? So that's kind of how I look at that whole situation. I actually do think that he wanted some good things. I really do. And I think that he could see the problems, the corrupt the, the the whole corrupt picture once he was on the once he was inside. Exactly. That's how I feel. I mean gut feel. That's what I think. Yeah. I think originally he may have just said, Boy, this would be a power trip. Yeah. And then he got in there and he saw how corrupt it and was. Nasty. And said Horrible. this has to change. Right. And so, you know, you can only do what you can do when it's that corrupt and it's that bad. So um did they place him in there? Well, I know that they are in charge of the vote. I know that they can skew that vote. So I thought, yeah, they probably did, thinking that they could, they could, they could uh, have him do things, all the things that they wanted. And I don't think he did all the things that they wanted. I think that he kind of put up a, 
a wall to some of those things and they didn't like it. He was calling out too many things that yep. they, that presidents never call out the media, climate change. I mean, they never do. And so, uh, so I was actually really glad to see that. And I know I've said this, well, I don't want to sound like a broken record. I just reflecting back now, I think it's a hard brush stroke all the way across. I think he was a little bit more of an anomaly that they thought that they could, they could do whatever they wanted to do because of his loans and of his uh, billionaire status that came. We all know, right, that, that that's how he got his loans, of course, in the well, beginning. So maybe they thought he was more, you know, They thought he was part of the elite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he and hung he, out with some of the members of the elite. Mm-hmm. And so my gut feel was, I don't know why, but I just have always felt that. I think you have too. I. So I don't all the way agree with people that go, yeah, he was an insider from the beginning and wanted the country to go down. I don't know. I don't believe that. Um, Does somebody like Biden? Yeah. Is this a party coming from party status? No, because, you know, I will be as mean about the right as I am the left. So. So, no, it's not just because of that. It's just that Biden's an avowed communist. His cabinet are communists and they're proud of it. So I'm not just saying that because of the party affiliation. They've been taken over. And we can see that clearly from what they're trying to do right now. Well, and there's some, there's mm-hmm. plenty of communists yeah. in the Republican Party, right. too. Right. Now, I do think that Trump is touting the vaccine thing because for some reason he feels like that might give him a little uh, more credibility and it doesn't. And so, and I know he knows about vaccines. So I don't know why he's doing that. I can't explain that one. But there you go. There's some food for thought. I'll take your calls when we come back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I rose above the noise and confusion. Which so can, we haven't done Yeah, though. right? So we can see the illusion. Now, I know that those that, that, that are in charge of the purse strings, right, and that run this world, the globalist, the communist, right, um, I know that they are extremely manipulative. I know that they play a lot of games um, mentally. And so always trying to assess that. I've always tried to assess that from the beginning, and so have you. Yep. I don't give anyone a pass. I don't give Trump a pass. I don't. Give, I mean, my gosh, some of the stuff that went through was horrifying on the USMCA deal and all kinds of things. Um, but I honestly think that it's been a foregone conclusion for so many decades that I'm not quite sure anyone could do what we would want them to do in D.C. That's my bottom line. That's my bottom line. I there, there's no way to get that because we're not we're not talking about Congress and Senate and judicial. We're not going there, and that's a problem because yeah. it's like it's like solely the president. That's why even when people blame Biden, I'm going, Biden's a puppet. That's He's right. a dementia puppet. I mean, my gosh, it's not him. It's everyone else behind him and Congress. Look how silent the right is, as silent as the left. You know, in a lot of things, yep. um, they're just letting all this 
go through. And by the way, you can talk about Afghanistan in this hour and, and the horrors going on over there. You can talk about uh, COVID. You can talk about anything. Whatever you're thinking about, I want to hear about well, it. Well, and, and when it comes to the Republicans, a lot of them talk a great game. But mm-hmm. look at their voting records. Right, right. I know. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's a it's a very um, it's an effort that has been on the on the table for a long time. This has been going on a long time. I just to ever think that you could have a president pull us out of this mess without the rest of government and how how gross it is there. I don't know that 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 expectation was way too high and people get defeated, feeling defeated about that. And I'm like, why? I mean, we should have known that from the get go. Right. right? Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Am I live? Yeah, you're live. Go right ahead. Great. Hey, so I actually called about a COVID issue, but I'm listening to you talk and I'm thinking, why, why do we tolerate government anymore? It's I don't know. It's an antiquated, barbaric <laughs> concept that we need to get rid of. Yeah. People, we have capitalism now. If people don't understand capitalism, if right. we understood capitalism, we'd understand that we could run the entire society, quote unquote, mm-hmm. with market. And yeah. it really would work. It's called anarcho capitalism. Most of you are familiar with that term. You should research it. But, but, if, but if nurses, you know, Policemen, firemen understood capitalism. We could change this world. Hmm. Anyway, anyway, the government has two arch enemies: Christianity and capitalism. Yeah, that's just. Yep. True. But any, but I, can I relate something to you on sure. the ICU nurse? Can I just tell you a super fast story? Sure. Um, so I worked in the COVID unit last year, mm-hmm. and I had a patient. We had a fourteen bed ICU, mm-hmm. and this guy was uh, he's a black male. He's sixty five years old or so. Uh, he Pretty clean history. He, was, he wasn't obese. He, uh, he had a history of hypertension and he had a stroke with some less kind of death. Okay. Or, anyway, so he did not get fed. They put an NPO order on him, strict NPO. That means nothing by mouth. So he fasted for five days and it was kind of. No well, feeding to? Anyway, so, so he is the only person out of that group of, that were in the ICU that survived. He was intubated, mm-hmm. sedated, what have you. His vent settings were not particularly good, they were marginal. But he walked out of there after five days, got extubated, and he, got, and he, and he walked out of the hospital. I right. think it's because he was fasted, mostly through incompetence, but anyway. Hmm. And I think sugar has, I think sugar may be an issue in this. So I'm just saying Could when be. people call you and ask, mm-hmm. suggest to them that maybe they might try that. Because they're be, if they're going to be intubated, they're going to be sedated. They won't know anyway. I'm just throwing it out there. Right. The one case study, but it's only one case, mm-hmm. but... Well, they don't do that, but I think they should. It's worth a conversation. You sure. as a you as a nurse, um, did you notice the protocol? Did you see the protocol? Did you understand what they were doing with this protocol um, for for pneumonia? I think it's pneumonia. But um, did you what what were your when they when when I see people in the hospitals pressuring people, talking them into it, telling them, oh, that your loved one will be able to rest for a while and get their strength back if you go on the ventilator. And I'm thinking, are people realizing the death rate on a ventilator? That's like worst case trauma that you would ever put somebody on a ventilator, but it seems to be part of the treatment plan. What do you have to say to that? It, well, medicine, doctors don't practice medicine anymore. Their hands are bound. They, they just follow right. You say protocol. So yeah. Years ago, this happened in nursing. I made a joke. Why don't we go hire the Mexican guys who are looking for work on the corner and just give them the protocol? You know, they don't need training. They just <laughs> right. The protocol, you know? right. So, yeah. There's no thought involved. So, mm-hmm. 
I went down to the ER, I talked to the doctors about my experience with this one patient, mm-hmm. went to the ED, and I talked to the director, and I said, how about you give the guys an option coming in if they're going right. to get intubated, and they're going to be sedated anyway. Why don't you give them the option of letting us fast them for five days or so, however, three or four or five days, mm-hmm. so they won't know, see how they do, but they will not, they couldn't do it. Why, why did they choose to fast the guy why why did they choose that route because they like you say it's the only one why him that's an interesting question well it's general incompetence the, the, the doctors disappeared once covid came along and there was no intensivist in that unit so hmm. the order was never removed and the nurses saw he was getting better so we generally a lot of times we turn two feedings off because mm-hmm. it stomachs get full and it creates problems with the you know with the ventilator and what have you and uh interesting that's yeah. why, basically. It was general, it was general incompetence, and uh, an order never removed, and the nurses saw that he was doing well, mm-hmm. and he was the only one doing really well. Mm-hmm. So we weren't about to add two feeding to his, right. you know, we, we theorized it was going to work, and it did. Mm-hmm. Well, I thanks. Think, yeah. I think my cancer, I think sugar plays a part in this. It's it only, could. Like I said, it's a yeah. one-case study. But Absolutely, it could. Oh, I, li- I love it. Thank you. Really appreciate the call. Thank you so much. I think he's absolutely um, right. I think right. sugar is a poison. Yeah, it is. I think it's a poison for anything that we get. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. Hi. I'm Cynthia from California. Hi there. And uh, middle of August, there was a finding of victory in the at the appellate federal court level in D.C. Circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking that that finding can be used to order the have the county sheriff's order that the 5G units be brought down. Okay. The um, EH Trust, uh, Environmental Health Organization, headed by Deborah Davis, mm-hmm. famous cancer epidemiologist, right. finally got the federal government, the court system, to admit that the government did not follow the law in, find, in ignoring all the research that wireless was dangerous mm-hmm. for many people. And um, so since they didn't follow the law, and it's going to be maybe at least a couple of months before the, before the yeah. Supreme Court meets, there's that window of time, and I'm wondering if you'd contact uh, Sheriff Mack mm. and ask him if this is worth pursuing. Yeah, yeah, he's coming on the show in about 10 days, I think, ish. <laughs> so he'll yeah, be, he's, yeah. He's, he's reminding people that the, mm-hmm. the, that the graphene in the vaccine interacts with that 5G to create ionizing radiation, and that they used chemtrails to put it into your environment already also. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Really appreciate the phone call. Uh, that was great. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, as far as fasting is concerned, I generally go on a three-day fast every year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Stanford study that was done about two years ago indicated that a, a water-only three-day fast will actually reset your immune system. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We did a show on it. I don't remember. When did we do that, Uncle Milty? We did a show on, on all kinds of health things. It was a while, a while yeah. ago. <laughs> and it was for fasting. And, and and there's so much to that. I wish people would do that more. Because actually, it really, it really does help. And it kind of clears out the system a little bit, doesn't it? Well, fasting has been a thing for yeah, centuries. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to scriptures. Yes, yes fasting yes, is a big deal. Yes. Um, but I love that. Yeah, thank you for that. And I, I do agree. I think there's a lot to that. And uh, I really do. I think there's more to it than we realize. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi there. Um, I wanted to comment on your show about the hospitalization of your husband. Sure. 
And I just wanted to tell you that was so powerful. Thank you. And I cur- I also had my husband in the hospital. Oh, boy. And I found the same thing, COVID pneumonia. Yeah. They would not do anything that I wanted because it wasn't on the protocol. So I actually had to get ivermectin, and I had to sneak it into him. I've heard of I doing had, they, that. Yeah. They let me bring food into him, and so... <laughs> I was able to, you know, put yeah. his ivermectin under the bananas and his yogurt. <laughs> I love there you. Go. You're my favorite. And I, would, <laughs> and I would text him and I would say the ivermectin is under the bananas, right. you know. <laughs> and I also brought him in shakes that I that I put tons of nutrients good, in. Good, good. And our stay wasn't as short as yours. Mm-hmm. Our stay was 15 days, but he never did have to go on the ventilator. Excellent. He did the high flow. Yep. And um, now he's been home for three weeks. But wow. I, I just want to encourage people. These are the times where you have to put your boots on and you have to be a warrior. I uh, don't, get it. Don't yes. be timid. Yes, be yes. Timid. I wish you could say that from the rooftops. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Really, yeah. really appreciate that. Bye. What a warrior. And you know what? Here's the deal with that, too. I had a, a call from a person in government that is known in government. And uh, this person has a loved one who um, they actually said, uh, you know, after after just a little bit in the ICU that you need to that this person needs to go on a vent to rest. Uh, okay. And, uh, he saw my video a little too late. And, um, and so we had some, some long talks and, and let me just tell you, I even got a, a message this morning from somebody fighting this on the East coast that said, uh, they called the hospital pharmacy. Hospital pharmacy had tons of vitamin C intravenous and the doctor kept saying that they didn't have it lying. And so this person called them out, said, you're lying to me right now. I just called the pharmacy and uh, the doctor's really embarrassed, but this is how far they're willing to go to not give your loved one vitamins and minerals. What have we become? It's sick. That's he, sick. That, that first of all, he's not a doctor. Nope. And second of all, the mm-hmm. only thing he was embarrassed about was being caught. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, because, uh, I said, call the pharmacy. You know what I mean? I, I, I told this person this call the pharmacy and they are lying through their teeth and they are putting it at bay and saying, okay, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow. Well, time is crucial and you only have a short window. That's so right. if you're going to do that, you have got to do that. So they get better. So, right the, vent, so the vent isn't a question, right? And so I'm not saying that a, a ventilator should never be used. I'm saying you do everything in your power from the second you get in there, if you have to go in there, I wouldn't go in there anymore. But if you have to go in there uh, to get oxygen and they market COVID pneumonia and put you on this weird protocol, a uh, Kevorkian protocol, that you do these things quickly because you do have a short window. And I found that um, that a lot of people out there have this just such a strong belief in government and the hospital and anyone in a lab coat. They're just so blindly trusting whatever they do. They are actually really mad that my husband lived <laughs> because how dare I how dare I change anything and have him walk out. Right. And uh, because I don't know anything because I'm a talk show host. And I'm like, you know what? This is common sense. Are you telling me that vitamins and minerals are not common sense anymore? That this is something that we have to uh, be in a lab coat to know? Yeah. I mean, come on, you know, that's what's crazy. Well, it's not like you were asking them to give them rat poison. <laughs> I know. wasn't asking for voodoo and feng shui. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I want 
high-dose vitamin C that's been proven for 80 years. Good gravy. Why is this such a difficult thing? Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I've got uh, Uncle Milty with me, Chris Ann Hall coming up, my interview with the pastor Chuck Baldwin, Dr. Chuck Baldwin coming Mm -hmm. up, and uh, tomorrow, Joel Skousen, and of course, uh, Joel's back on, and I've got Epic Times coming on, talking about Afghanistan tomorrow. And so, um, I just wanted to make sure you get over to uh, Garage Doors Only, they are awesome, Uh, 435-868-1200, and they are incredible, just, I mean, good patriots who run a wonderful business, who you're going to love, and you're going to love their garage doors because they have the very best ones and i love these guys and their customer service is amazing as it should be all local businesses i mean you local businesses out there i salute you don't don't go to the big box stores they're masking their people up i mean my gosh how oppressive don't go there go to the businesses that you know um have your best interest at heart and garage doors only is is certainly that and also go over to dr diet dr diet is the best way to drop some weight and do it and i'm sorry i know you know you or you think you can do it but very few people can actually do it and have it last. So the best thing to do is go to Dr. Diet and get it done right and get it done towards, you know, your body type and everything else. It, it makes a difference and you can go over for a free body scan. So what are you waiting for? Just do it. Um, all right. I'm back on and I just can I just share a message with you? I just got because this is what I'm getting every single day. Every single day, you guys. I mean, I get the turd filled messages like you're toxic. I'm really vitamins are toxic now. Okay. I'm living in a black and white world. It's obviously turned upside down then. Um, but this was the message, you know, uh, dear Kate, I wanted to thank you, you know, for your life-saving broadcast when you shared your husband's story and the protocol. Um, and, and, you know, my clergy, uh, shared a link with me and with great prayers for many, uh, the link of the video, I called the primary physician at the hospital ICU where my husband is uh, lay dying right now. And hours earlier that very day, uh, the care coordinator asked me by phone in the presence of the ICU attending physician for my husband's medical power of attorney and discussed DNR and asked for my permission to intubate and put him on a ventilator. What a shocker. I said no. Instead, I I was able to reach uh, the primary physician who agreed to my request by God's grace, and and he agreed to request it as urgent and would call and confirm if my husband received the IV vitamin C. I received a call from the nurse with positive news, and today at noon, uh, 48 hours in, there is concrete progress. And I want to share this with you, and thank you for the timely and straightforward information you shared I don't know how my husband's situation will continue to go, but there's no doubt in my heart and mind that God worked through you to get your experience to the public with clear information on how to proceed. My deepest heartfelt thanks. Amen. Wow. You know, I am getting these daily, you guys. And and when the hosp- when when hospitals out there, like this one on the East Coast, are lying, 
they are they are lying to the to, to the families and saying they don't have vitamin C, they don't have zinc, they don't have anything, and um, they're not going to give budesonide on page two hundred five of the protocol. By the way, how heart wrenching is this, you guys, to watch medical communities just outright lie, lie, lie? I just can't even believe it. It makes and, me sick. And it's everyone who seems to believe this yeah. theory about this virus nonsense <laughs> uh-huh. is like that. They have right. to lie to support their position. Oh, my gosh. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, Kate. Hi. I got a couple ideas for you about uh, why everybody's talking about Trump. And okay. Why we're in this vaccine hell, if you want to call it that. Okay. First of all, first of all Trump meets with Kennedy. Then he puts Alex Azarian as from Eli Lilly, yeah. HHS. Right. Then he pushes, you know, ventilators and getting them made. Right. Then he pushes the FDA to approve the vaccine for warp speed. True. Then he leaves, then he leaves Fauci on the podium forever. Never takes him off of it. Mm-hmm. And then he still and then he still pushes the vaccine now. And if you notice, he never says anything about the mandates or the mm-hmm. passports or anything. He just says take the vaccine. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah. I don't know. You know, you look at it that way. And well, I am, except that I actually, my gut feel on this, and I could be so wrong when I say this, this is just my gut feeling, is that he is very, I think he's naive to the whole medical industry. And if he has people around him now, I know that, I know a couple of people that he met with in the frontline doctors that would have been very much telling him the truth about what's going on with the vaccines. But he still could be very naive with that, listening to doctors that just, I mean, look at these doctors that are lying to their patients. Look at these doctors that are going along with this protocol. I think because, uh, with Trump anyway, I do feel like he's kind of naively going along with that. That's not to say, I just don't think it's as deep statey like bush cheney biden deep statish as everyone wants to think. I actually think that it's more... Being naive. Yep. I don't. I. Well, I, I don't yeah. Think it that's was his idea. I yeah. Think he just. That's my gut along. feel. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it's been going on for a long time. He yeah. got in there and he just helped it along. And I'm, you know, right. who knows? He might no, have he did. He might have got threatened. Either one. I don't know. But something's not right. Well, he did, and he put the guy that did Gardasil, that awful medication, that fertility-ending uh, medication, uh, to our youth. He, you know, right. put him in charge of Operation Warp Speed. So yeah, right. I think there's a lot of that there uh, going on. I'm not trying to give him a pass either. I don't no, give I people a pass, but. I have felt just in my gut that he just was going along with that because he wants to get past this so he can get to other other things. So he's not thinking of this, I don't think, in the way of the control mechanism. I don't think he really understands all the government, deep state crap that we that we know that, that, that's been going on for decades and decades and decades. I think he right. sees he, it from his perch. Yeah. 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 He should now after he's seen all the stuff. He should know. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. Oh, he absolutely he knows should. Now. Yeah, he absolutely should. I'm, I'm I'm just telling you my gut feel. It could be totally wrong and he could be I guess in on this whole thing, but I've just never had that feeling about it. I've just always felt like like uh he wanted to please the people and he wanted to do some things to kind of be the hero. But I don't think he is as conniving in the deep state arena of globalism communism that people think he is. I think he does things more about maybe ego or, you know, hey, I'm doing this for you or I'm a good guy or, hey, like me. I, I think it comes from a place like that. I really do. Yeah, he's got, he definitely has an ego. Yeah, hey, he's uh, an ego. Oh, anyway, thank you. Really appreciate that. His ego's never bothered me. I could care less what he says about 
women or anything that's never bugged me at all and people make such a big to do about it and i'm like really have you ever have you ever been in a locker room i mean give me a break i don't who cares who cares yeah i just want somebody that knows government that they're never going to let a constitutionalist near that white house and so we better stop thinking that you could ever get somebody in there that could do something really good sorry that's my bottom line and i'll tell you what if you've ever been in a women's locker room <laughs> they say plenty of crap too <laughs> yeah they have their, they have their moments <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're not you know yeah, it's they're, not they're, just they're kind of shameful they can be kind of shameful but i i just i'm telling you that's my that is just truly my gut feeling and i'm not trying to give anyone a pass and i'm not trying to uh overlook the obvious i i just think that uh that they really did try to i think they have team a and team b We've known this for a long time. And within Team A, Team B, they would always put the Republicans in and then the Democrats in and then the Republicans in and the Democrats mm-hmm. in to placate the masses or asses or, you know, mm, asses, met the masses. So they, they placate, right? They keep us from and always thinking that we're going to finally get our way. We're going to finally get our way. So really, we should have always concentrated on Congress to do what they said they were going to do in there. And our right has failed us in Congress and the Senate. And and our whole judicial has failed us, right? So many bought and sold, blackmailed judges. Yep. So um, even the newest one, yeah. So that's the problem, I think, is that it, it kind of kept us from... The whole, let's put in the Republican team, then we'll put in the Democrat team, then the Republican team. You just think that you have an edge in the fight. But look what happened in 2017 when we had all branches. <laughs> we didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. Not a thing. So there's your proof in the pudding. So no, I don't think anyone is president with that kind of, um, you know, machinations going on, with that kind of um, conspiracy going on in government, with that kind of corrupt level of, of, of uh, corruptibility. You think one guy can go in as president and change all that? I've never expected him to do anything. I never really had huge expectations for him to change much. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. Hi. Go Garrett, right ahead. Hi. Yeah, I was listening to you. Sorry. Sure. Hey, um, something's been bugging me, and I listen to you all the time, mm-hmm. um, and I could have missed this, but I've been a nurse for 35 years, mm-hmm. and um, the protocols you know, have been designed over the last 20 years, and they're basically mine not thinking, um, mm-hmm. you know, robot types of things that you right. do. Um, and it's, you know, not everybody fits in that certain box. Mm-hmm. But you've got these protocols that are made, and so you don't have to think about anything. You just do this and sure. this and this and this, and you've got your little protocol that mm-hmm. you do, and mm-hmm. there's no variation. But one of the things I wondered if you had brought up is, you know, the bill right to try was passed in 2000. 18. Right. Okay. And that law was for people that were diagnosed with life-threatening diseases or conditions. Mm-hmm. Sure. Not just cancer patients. Right. 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 And um, that have, you know, maybe they've tried some of the options. I feel like some of these people that are in ICU mm-hmm. that um, are getting these protocols that are not effective, which I totally disagree with. It's like the doctors are not thinking outside the box and they are being dictated Right. Exactly. How they are to take, because it's a protocol, right? Sure. sure. So this right to, right to try, mm-hmm. you know, it should be, you should demand yes. that you or your loved one 
get these certain kinds of drugs that you request. One would think. And, and that, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if anybody has made that uh, an issue. Yes, in fact. You have to freaking fight. I know, you do. Loved ones. You and do. you have to tell them what you want. Uh, people don't and understand that. They they think that the doctor has the last say and the doctor tells them what to do. Well, and that's not... Yeah. Yeah. Bull, we crap. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And you know what? I did. I do. Right. I do know somebody that that texted me and said um, we went with the right to try, and the doctor just turned up his mm-hmm. nose. So that's when you go over his oh. head. You go over Story his head. head to legal. You go over his head to the chief of the hospital, and you threaten to sue him yes. for malpractice. Yeah. Absolutely. Because <laughs> yep. you have a right to try. Exactly. Exactly. You have your loved one in there for, you know, mm-hmm. I don't care, eight hours. Yeah. Or less. Yeah. And they're doing what their protocol is. You can demand the right to try. And if they don't, you have a good lawsuit on your hand. And yep. the FDA will tell you that they recommend that you consult your physician and identify drugs that you want to try. Yeah. Yep. I totally agree with you. So Yeah, you're right. That's what scares me. Um, I mean, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I'm very strong about this. You know, vaccine, I, well, I don't call it a vaccine. I call it a shot. Yeah. I do not call it a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people out there don't do their research. If you really looked into what a vaccine actually was, mm-hmm. they'd understand. Sure. But, you know, we have people out there, um, you know, that aren't vaccinated, that feel like they're forced to. And if they do get mm-hmm. in the hospital and if they are in critical, I worked in ICU for right. most of my career. Yeah. You have to fight. Yes. When I saw it's that doctor, fight. when I saw that that doctor talked this person in, the, the stats were in the low 90s and talked them into putting the loved one on a ventilator to give them some rest. I just went, oh, my God, I, I don't even know what, what to say I, to that. <laughs> what, you know what? That's corrupt. Is not, you know, I worked at that hospital. I worked at I worked at that hospital for 14 years. Mm-hmm. OK. I've been gone from six years. I guarantee you that the doctors I worked with mm-hmm. didn't even consider putting person on right. a ventilator. Like You're going to find different kinds. This was on. this is you more know, on the East Coast. Math. Yeah, this was on the East Coast, and but it, I'm with you. <laughs> oh well, that's yeah. insane. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the coasts are still, hard. You know, they try to bully you, mm-hmm. and they and the nurses too. But you know what? I just have to say mm-hmm. that the nurses are trained completely different. Yeah. They are trained to go by these protocols and not think out the box or challenge the doctors. You're right. You're right. Us old nurses, oh no, us old nurses used to stand toe to toe (laughs) and we would get mad and we would stick up for our patients because you know what? We were patient advocates. There you go. That's the difference. And we fought for our patients. In fact, they don't like nurses that fight for their patients over there. I'll bet. And they've gotten rid of them. And if you've noticed over there, you've got young nurses. They're contracted with all three colleges. I have noticed that. To hire nurses. I don't know if you knew that. I did. And I have noticed. Absolutely. But you know why? Because I've had so many whistleblowers come to me and say, it's horrific what's Uh, going on in the change of... I tried five years ago to contact you, but you know what? I couldn't because I had a son right, that was I get over it. there, like all of us do. I've got to go because we're going a family, to a break. Yeah. And I could not do it. I've got to go. We're going to a break. Right. 
Thank you. I okay, really good. appreciate Thank you me. for speaking out. Yeah. You know, bless you. Thank you. And uh, boy, I've been hearing from a lot of nurses and doctors. It's kind of insane. Seriously. And a lot of people that are being lied to all across the country and their loved ones are being put on vents without their knowledge. It's so scary, you guys. You have no idea. Be right back with Chris Ann Hall and Uncle Milty. Don't go anywhere. Chris Ann Hall, the Constitutionalist. Be right back.